right. What's up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is Nate with Good Morning Liberty. So we've talked a little bit about this tweet from the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire. And who better to discuss this with than Mr. Jeremy Kaufman himself? Jeremy, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. It's been a, a, an entertaining last couple of days. I'm sure it has. I would like to thank you for giving us something to talk about over the last couple of days because I was getting bored there for a second. Well, you know, I, the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire uh, has has been one of the few uh, entities that's been able to really inject libertarianism into the conversation. You know, we're getting an argument out there about how uh, compelled services uh, really are equivalent in, in a in a real moral and logical way uh, to something like uh, slavery. All right. And that's an argument that's now getting printed and seen by uh, millions of people. Well, that's uh, that's good, because that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you about was uh, kind of what the goal uh, was behind this. I guess before the question I asked before we officially started here, uh, the policy on who tweeted the post, there's multiple people, I assume, that use the social media. So what's your guys's policy on that? Yeah, that's right. And I'm not I'm not here uh, as the person who did the tweets. I'm here as a member of the LPNH communications team. Uh, there's several of us on the on the team. There's four of us who post regularly. And as a matter of policy, we don't it's not because it's not about who did which tweet. These are tweets that we stand behind as a as a party. And I can talk about why, you know, why uh, as a as a strategy, we do these kinds of things, why we think this is good. And I can give my own personal uh, you know, opinion as a libertarian, as a free stater, as a guy, uh, you know, who's who's working pretty hard to achieve liberty here in New Hampshire. I can give you my personal opinion, but it's not about who did what tweet, uh, you know, from the party handle that that kind of conversation is, I think, a distraction. Now, there's been we'll talk about the party first. There has been a divide in the party uh, and there is new leadership. I was going to ask, are you part of the Mises caucus or are you just, you know, up there having fun in the free state? <laughs> Well, again, uh, who was, uh, you know, as an individual, right? Um, yeah. you know what? I mean, to be completely honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> I was chatting <laughs> with some of the Mises people. I was like, well, what does it mean at this point to be in or outside the Mises <laughs> caucus? Because, like, I couldn't really tell you, right? To me, what it meant was to be unapologetically libertarian, to speak the truth, even if it's unpopular, to not to have a lot of like backbone and spine and, and to not be backing down. To, there's a part of it to me that I, we we're going to have fun that, you know, there was a comfort of that. Hey, there can be some some trolling in in, in the mix. I You know, I again, you know, if you go onto their website, it's going to say like Austrian economics or something. But that doesn't really seem and I'm, I'm you know, uh, I, I support the ideas of Mises, but it's not. um it's not clear to me that that's what the actual divide in the Libertarian Party is, or that that's what this is representing. Uh, so, nor do I think, by the way, that, uh, th that like the other side is really the classical liberals, right? Like this is kind of a. <laughs> it, to me, if you know, if I were to get to the bottom of it, I think it's it's really a left. It's the most fundamentally dividing factor is a left-right culture war split. Right, because culture is real, left right is real. Liberty, this idea that we're above them. Well, if we're above them, then why did we divide into two camps that seem to roughly map onto left and right, regardless? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you should question that. That um, maybe inclination to egalitarianism is such a fundamental human axis that, given the the necessity of splitting into two camps, that's what we roughly do uh, again and again. Um, so look, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm asking this as a question because I really do mean it as that. I don't know. You know, this stuff's complex. I don't know the answers, but these are things like, you know, that's, 
to me, if you're like, well, you know, kind of, it does feel like the Mises caucus is a, is a, is a culturally right versus culturally uh, uh, left split. And I am, um, I might, my, my personal opinions are a bit complex, but I'm definitely way more uh, right than, than left. So uh, yeah, that that's then, but that, if that's what it actually is, (laughs) it's, it still sucks. (laughs) It still sucks to talk about things uh, in terms of right and left, you know, because as libertarians, we like to think that we're separate from all of that stuff, but I guess we're really not. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm always just, I want to find the truth, man. I, you know, if it's unpopular, uh, then that's fine. If it's the popular truth, then I'll side with the popular truth, which, uh, which is funnily enough can even be unpopular in libertarian circles. Cause sometimes these people are so contrarian and they want the, they want the minority opinion on everything, but like, I'm just trying to find the truth, you know? And so it's like, what is it about our psychology and our personalities and these kinds of things that makes us this way? You know, what's really going on here, uh, is, is a question that I'm, I'm always, uh, you know, asking. So I want to get into the tweets for people who don't have a Twitter or aren't on the internet. If you don't have the internet at your house, but you're listening to this, then you don't know what we're talking about. Uh, Nina Turner, who is someone that uh, we do an episode every week called Dumb Belief of the Week, and she is frequently on that episode, and she gets voted as the person who said the dumbest thing that week uh, by our uh, live listeners. So we're we're very familiar with the things that she says. Uh, she says insulin should be free. Medicine should be free, to which LPNH responds, Nina Turner picking crops should be free. And I'm, I'm trying not to laugh while I say it. I already told our audience I thought the tweet was hilarious. Uh, so uh, it was something to chuckle at. What, explain the logic behind the tweet for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. Right. The, this idea, it's its trying to get, and it's funny watching people go through this chain of logic. Uh, um, many people went through it for the first time uh, over the last couple of days, right? But if you say, you know, oh, I want uh, I want insulin uh, to be free, or I want healthcare to be free, that requires the labor of other people. Right. Even if that direct person is being compensated, even if the if the if the fireman is being compensated uh, for his labor, that money is coming from someone else. And and how can you produce that money or those resources without there being compulsion, without there being the gun in the room, the force in the room? Right. That is what it's 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 trying to get you to recognize. And that if you put enough steps, and that if you put enough steps in between, you say, oh well, we raised our hands about the force, so it's democracy or whatever. That no, that doesn't change the fundamental underlying reality, which is that that people are being uh, compelled. I mean, I, I agree with you on the points. I, I'm not going to be able to push back really hard uh, with anything today. But um, with the so, what bothers me is there's a lot of libertarians that when you use something like slavery, and then someone turns around and calls you racist, uh, I feel like people are willing to back down and apologize and take the knee and uh, apologize for uh, for whatever it is that they said. And in my opinion, a lot of libertarians are giving Nina Turner the benefit of the doubt that taxation is not this involuntary servitude where we give away two to four months of our income for whatever use uh, her and her friends uh, decide upon. So, I mean, does it bother you to see even libertarians getting upset with this? No. It doesn't actually. It's not that surprising. I think it's a minority of them, uh, and I agree with you completely about uh, the race. The you know, people just folding to attacks of racism, 
And I, to be honest with you, while it's not the primary point of this, it is a benefit, I think, for these kinds of things to happen, to show that you can have spine and you don't have to fold to these kinds of things, because you're giving your you're giving your political opponents uh, a super weapon. If they can cry racism or bigotry and uh, and you now have to just disprove it. Uh, you know, that's, I think that's, that's ludicrous. You're going to really struggle to make any, any political ground if, if you're allowing your opponent to behave that way. So I think, you know, racist, sexist, bigoted, whatever, like, was there something that's untrue here? Was there something, is it true or not that what Nina Turner is calling for is analogous to slavery? Let's let, we, we're happy to have that conversation. If you're just going to say rape, cry racism, like a baby, then we I don't I can't talk to a baby okay you know so uh uh the, you know I, um because look I I'm we we it, it is the the libertarians need to to get over it there are all kinds of things that are true about the world that are just true I'm not I'm not saying they're normatively good they're just true and if you're going to let lefties who just don't like these facts about the world cry racism when you point them out it's going to be really hard to do anything uh, and so if we can help pull uh, people in that direction and help them get over this, uh, then great. That's another benefit. Now, to play a bit of devil's advocate here, I guess, uh, I, I'll admit, like, I can understand how people who aren't who don't spend all their time thinking about these things or thinking about economics or thinking about the morals of taxation, uh, who could see a tweet like that uh, towards a black person saying that they should or it should be free from the pit crops. First off, I know that, you, you know, whoever tweeted that doesn't actually think that it should be free. Uh, that's the, that's the joke. That's the point. Do you understand how some people thought it was it either too insensitive or too borderline or how it got the racist tag in the first place? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And in terms of people, right. So there, there's an argument to, to sort of uh, make the, the, I think the best possible argument against this kind of thing is that, well, okay, sure. It is logically correct, but you know that it's going to bother some people, you know, that, and you can say, oh, well, the pe- you can say, oh, the people you're going to bother are like dumb or whatever, but you know, it's going to bother people. You're doing it anyway. And there, and, and of course, implicit in this is, that you can win without bothering people. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I think this is the last part where it's like, yeah, look, you're, we're going to have to bother some people. Um, all right, we, we are, we are, you're not winning through polite persuasion. Our ideas that we're trying to convince people of are, are in many cases, well outside the Overton window. And when people are confronted with ideas that are that alien to them, they frequently react emotionally because they have no, that they, they, you know, that's just what people do. And, you know, so our mission is not this this uh, this idea, this idea that politics spreads from uh, like, oh, like someone just introduces some new good idea. And then the masses are like, oh, yeah, well, clearly, like they're like rash, like clearly that's a good idea. Like we can just reason people into it. It's like, no, we're going to have to drag them kicking and and screaming um, a little bit. And the and, and the question is more, did were there more? intelligent, competent, principled people who you were able to attract? Is that quantity of people 
growing or shrinking, you know, when you do this kind of thing, right? And so if, if you know, if, if that's, if, if people want to make the case that that's shrinking, that we're not, but like, I think that the, the first base that you're going to build uh, anything with, uh, like almost the base that almost anything new and successful is built with, is it's going to be a smaller group of, of uh, mostly men who are relatively independently minded and somewhat comfortable, uh, 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 you know, with a little bit of risk. And I, I don't mean like high risk, like gambling, that kind of thing, but like you look at any new, any new movement, any new anything, a new company, a new thing. Right. Um, and, the, and so that's what you're doing where the libertarian movement is trying to create this uh, uh, this ball of energy, this ball of momentum, this ball of activity. And it's trying to bring more people into it who want to be uh, a part of it. And so did did this behavior help us grow at the margins? Um, I think the answer has got to be yes. I know we sold like six memberships yesterday or something like that. So uh, <laughs> not that uh, <laughs> uh, we'd like to be sell more uh, from that. Uh, but it's not like the we were you know spamming membership links. So I don't think that was so bad. Uh, and uh, so so there's that question. And look, the other part of the problem here is that the libertarians the who uh, uh, the the black libertarians who are part of the party. Like they also can't be uh, um, uh, selling uh, selling us out uh, to to ally with uh, you know other ra- to ally with like a race huckster like Nina Turner. Okay, what's uh, Asimaj has been upset about this, and and uh, I wanted to ask like some of your thoughts on that because um, I you know I love so much of his stuff, but he's been really upset about this. And uh, early, you know, I don't really upset. I don't know how upset he is about it. He also says things that could be controversial and so i wonder how this can be so much more uh, offensive that it just words that you can't say you well, know what i what i think a lot of people are are seeing in maj anyone who's following his behavior is that like he's not really a a coherent person uh he's just like kind of an angry black guy who just gets a lot of money from people by going around saying like black guns matter and like posting short videos like he's he I mean the he's he's not even a, a responsible person um you know <laughs> so far as I can tell uh so uh look I'm not I think uh I'm not trying to if people like the work he's doing support it I'm not trying to make it about some personal beef with him but I think anyone who's been paying attention to what he's saying over the last couple of days I mean he's he's clearly gotten very emotional he can't have a logical argument and it's like I don't I don't know man it's tough for me Certainly, that's not the kind of behavior of someone that I want to be, you know, building something with. Uh, you know, he 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 needs someone if he's going to put himself out there as a libertarian. I mean, he needs someone out there who who he needs to be able to understand the ideas, or he needs to have someone in his network who understands the ideas and can explain them to him and work with him because he clearly just doesn't. Right? To any 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 sort of principled libertarian who gets the ideas of like libertarian ethics or libertarian philosophy, I don't think he could articulate them. I don't think he understands them. I think it's just like a vibe thing for him. He's like, oh, these people like guns and they seem to be cool with me. And he doesn't really get it. And that's why he does expresses support for reparations. That's why he expresses support for, for like not banning, not getting CRT materials out of public schools. So, you know, I just, I, 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 I I'm not, I, I think he is like an ally overall. So I'm not I'm not trying to to make it like a pick one kind of thing. If people like him, that's fine. But, uh, I, you know, I think he's he's exposing himself a little bit is, is kind of I, my feeling. I think he's great on guns. I'll uh, I'll, I'll tell you that real great on guns. Um, I, I'll tell you this, though. I, so I moved to New Hampshire from West Philadelphia. I don't know if you knew that. I, I lived in West mm-hmm. Philadelphia uh, for several years. 
I mean, I just, the problem in that area was not people not having enough guns. That just was not the problem <laughs> with yeah. Philadelphia. So, um, you know, and then maybe there's an alignment uh, of activism there. Maybe Maj's activism uh, will help get the kinds of libertarians that I want to be more interested in New Hampshire. So maybe, you know, maybe he's already helping me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's weird to me that this topic is so off limits when I feel like I've been seeing people from the left uh, talk about things like exploitation and wage slavery. And even with uh, Trump coming into office, I mean, you get Holocaust, Hitler references, uh, all sorts of things like that, where the analogy rarely seems to perfectly line up where this is, you know, we're literally in a Holocaust for immigrants or uh, we really have wage slaves or anything like that. But it's OK to say those things if you're pushing the right idea, I guess. Isn't that it's weird? Com- yeah, it's complete hypocrisy, right? Yes, no one gets mad at the progressive who calls something wage slavery. No one. It's completely fake. It's this one-sided weapon. And that's why that's why you have, like, that's why I really encourage anyone, anyone, anyone with a, a, a spine to get over the racism, bigotry, blah, 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 blah. Was it true or was it not? That's all. Was it true or was it not? Look, if you're and or 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 I mean, I guess if we're going to continue to use those words, then then use them factually, which would be someone displaying specific animus against an individual because of their race or gender or group or whatever. So show me someone who didn't hire someone literally because they were black. Yeah, that's racism. I'll condemn that shit. Okay. Show me someone who's doing that, right? But to say like, Oh, oh, you can't talk in a certain way that that's racism. Like what what hatred was expressed at all? But in anything that LPNH said for anyone, there's no animus expressed. It's just literally not there. Right. You have to be making up some new standard of something that's just like, don't be mean to a black woman uh, <laughs> like it does. You yeah. know? Um, so uh, the, the other uh, thing I think is important to remember here is that it's not like you just picked Nina Turner out of a crowd and said, oh, there's a black person. I'm going to say something about slavery. She spends like half of her day tweeting about slavery and reparations. And uh, I mean, she's already tweeted about it several times today. Uh, and so she uses this and she she uses her race uh, as a, some type of uh, authority to speak on these issues and speaks out against uh, past wrongs that have been committed. And then also she calls for something that many of us agree is akin to uh, enslaving people. And so it's not as if, oh, there's a black person who disagrees with my economic policies. I'm going to make a slavery joke with them. Uh, this is someone who uses slavery to her advantage and is completely hypocritical on the matter. And that's one thing I think is being lost in the conversation. Uh- Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, it, it is kind of crazy to see, uh, to kind of see anyone, uh, any, well, not anyone signing with her, of course, progressives are going to sign with her, but to see like any, any Liberty, uh, Liberty adjacent, uh, person, um, signing with her. And I will say like, just, just to make sure that like people get it, um, like in the moral order that I want to live in, right? Suggesting that you collectivize the provision of some of these services at the scale of millions of people, that they be collectivized across millions of people. Like I really do actually think that that is a, a moral evil that is on, not not saying we can, I don't know if we need to debate whether it's like literally as bad, but yes, we should react to it as abhorrently as we do slavery. Like that is the moral 
the the moral impulses that we would want to be instilling in a libertarian order that 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 even that suggesting that would be like suggesting that someone we go and capture someone and have them pick crops for us that those are actually comparable uh comparably morally bad things to be claiming and that's obviously a huge shift from where uh, we are morally today but that shift isn't going to happen if you don't say it it's not going to happen if you believe it in your heart but you never put it out there right like it's that whole argument about you know you know do you make the argument against slavery about how this is just an inefficient way of picking cotton or do you just go out there and say that this is this is really evil what you're doing um and when you tell people that they're doing something evil when almost all of them don't regard uh modern democracy and what it produces to the evil then like yeah they're going to react negatively to that there's no getting around it and so what you actually need is a push pull you need both those people and the kind of people going around be like no 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 they didn't mean that they meant something else i totally agree with this because you're talking on moral grounds which is where what we try to do i think something that people have messed up on is that even when we talk about free market capitalism we'll say well it's the most efficient use of resources it's the best thing for the most amount of people as if uh if slavery were more efficient then it would be okay <laughs> it's yeah. not we we push it because it is the most moral option and and gosh darn it if it isn't amazing it's also the best option for the most amount of people that's great yeah people yeah you know, well the truth is people people kind of flip between these two ethical systems which we could kind of broadly consider being like more consequentialist or being more uh, deontological and like people just flip people most people aren't really coherently one even most libertarians aren't to so this idea that libertarians are you know i think libertarians do do a better job sort of reconciling their their philosophic like where their systems might be in conflict but even that you know you you probe you'll find plenty of flaws you know find, find plenty of places where oh you know it's a little fuzzy so uh you know i i think you're right like you're definitely right there's definitely a contradiction there there's no doubting that I, and um, and I th- I do think we're generally better off leading with the sort of more deontological one, the nap type stuff. Even though I'm I'm a bit of a nap, if I, intellectually I'm a bit of a nap skeptic, but I think it's a very good argument. It's like very simple to get for, mm-hmm. to get people to understand it, right? And so um, uh, I think that's all very good. But I think if you have consequential stuff in the mix, like hey, look, your free markets work. Not only are they more ethical, they also work. Like they're you know that's that only adds the persuasion. Um, so I, I guess as long as you're not saying they're like th- that them working better is is sufficient. But it is a positive. It is ev- it is like positive evidence. It is you know mm-hmm. so uh, and and that's what I would I would um, right like so you know there are people who are saying like t- to bring it back to the Nina Turner one right so like the the consequentialist response to the Nina Turner example not that would be where you're saying oh you're right Nina but insulin is expensive due to intellectual property and uh, and the FDA right and all of these things are. Um, completely true but if you reply with something like that it's it will get seen and liked by no one you know replying with the provocative thing also let the consequential argument get seen by more people so if like the if even if your concern is well i just could the i i just uh want more people to know these this truth about the fact that it is uh government laws that prevent us from importing foreign insulin or it's intellectual property or whatever whatever um the well that argument's also getting out there and more people are seeing that argument than would have seen that argument otherwise, you know? And so if you truly believe that that's the more persuasive argument, that people just need to learn uh, uh, these facts, 
then surely they wouldn't be turned off from, uh, of learning those facts just because of one like random tweet from some entity they'd never heard of, right? Because you still got to show them those facts, uh, which is what ultimately persuades people, right? <laughs> so um, uh, b- before we uh, b- before we let you go, or me, no one else is in my car with me right now. Uh, before I let you go, I want to give you an uh, elevator pitch on why you you tell everyone on why this is the best way to message and grow either a libertarian party or libertarianism in general? Well, I don't, (laughs) uh, it maybe is. Look, I'm a new, I'm a free stater libertarian first. So let me be clear that like my goal is to get libertarians to, uh, if anything, also understand that they probably can't win at a national level, that some of this stuff, that some of the stuff that's being attempted, you know, maybe can't work. I'm not saying to give up on it, but that it's way more feasible that there are enough of us out there who, if we work together and uh, and we're even stronger about what we wanted, that we could achieve these things. That we could achieve a libertarian order and a uh, uh, you know and a libertarian society. I think that that is achievable, but I don't think it's achievable via the democratic persuasion of America at large. I don't think that's possible. Um, I think it is possible to move America in a more libertarian direction. And I think that what we're doing can help with that. But I, I'm a complete skeptic of this idea that the libertarian party can like actually make the American, uh, the American um, um, government as a whole, you know, sort of meaningfully more libertarian. But when I say I'm a skeptic, I'm not like, Hey, again, do it. Prove me wrong. I hope I'm wrong, of course, right? Like I and I will I will dutifully vote and I'll pay my dues and I'll do some activism here and I'll help. And and we're never trying to like, let me be very clear, like we're not trying to retard any efforts that anyone else is doing, but we've got our own kind of New Hampshire thing going on and we think that's the best way to do things. Uh and I mean we would encourage also uh curious people to come up for a visit and, and see if they like it and see if they like uh what we've been able to achieve up here. Um and um, uh, uh, but I think that what look our our party is uh, is is doing well. Our party only grew yesterday. More people had an argument about consent uh, than um, has happened on Twitter, in my knowledge. More people are seeing arguments that they've never seen before. Um, and uh, you know, and so uh, I'm sure it wasn't a totally positive event, but. <laughs> Show me a show me a better way. You know, sometimes you've got to uh, you've got to break a couple of eggs or whatever, right? Like I would love that. By the way, that's the other thing. Like I'll update my beliefs. Get libertarianism trending on Twitter the way that the Libertarian Party has multiple times without saying something that upsets people. If someone can show me a way to get it to trend uh, in a totally positive fashion, I'll I'll update my beliefs. It hasn't. Ha- no one's done. It. We've gotten it to trend multiple times with the stuff that LPNH has done, uh, and I haven't seen any other state party. Uh, and I look, I don't, I'm sure some state party out there is going to be like, you didn't know about this. So I'm sure it's happened. I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to claim no one else has done it. Uh, and kudos to those who have. And let's look at those messages, actually. So let's survey them. What's, what's worked? When have we gotten people to talk about us and engage with our um, ideas? Because the one yesterday, like it really was, it wasn't, people were outraged, but there were, a, I saw all this back and forth between libertarian accounts and non-libertarian accounts, the real kind of mixing of people that if anything is rare, people carve up the spaces for themselves and interact with their mutuals. And so this was more interaction than you almost ever see. And so to tell me if we can't win that way by these smaller conversations that we helped kickstart, well, how the hell are we ever going to win? It just, you know, so uh, yeah. that, those are my thoughts on it. Yeah. Uh, 
totally agree. I like it. Like I said, I wish I could, uh, sometimes people, you know, tell me, Hey, you should have pushed back more, but I just want to be clear to our audience. I thought the tweet was hilarious and I've been defending it online, uh, vehemently. So I don't know if I'm going to lose any friends over it, but, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But anyway, Jeremy, um, I don't know if you got any places you want to send people to go check out your socials or any other things you're working on. Let them know. Uh, Well, you can follow me personally on Twitter, Jeremy Kaufman. Follow LPNH on Twitter at LPNH. If you like what LPNH is doing, we'd love it if you became a member. LPNH.org slash join. You can become a member. Uh, We'd really appreciate that. And then uh, everyone's got to do their... their, uh, their pilgrimage and uh, visit New Hampshire at least once. So, you know, come on up sometime, <laughs> meet some LPNH members, uh, meet me, meet other people. Um, Porkfest is obviously a great time, but you can come any time of year. And so I would encourage you to plan a vacation, uh, come up for a visit. That's what I'd really love to see happen. So thanks for chatting.